the gospel of Luke chapter 12 from verse 26 if even the smallest things are beyond your control why are you anxious about the rest notice how the flowers grow they do not toil or spin but I tell you not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of them if God so clothes the grass in the field that grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow will he not much more provide for you or you of little faith and then verse 30 all the nations of the world seek for these things and your father knows that you need them instead seek his kingdom and these other things will be given you besides verse 34 where your treasure is there also will your heart be praise god and then hosea chapter 2 verse 16 so i will allure her i will lead her into the desert and speak to her heart from there i will give her the vineyards she had and the valley of Aka as a door of hope she shall respond there as in the days of her youth when she came up from the land of egypt praise god and then we have the book of jeremiah chapter 33 verse 14 the days are coming says the lord when i will fulfill the promise i made to the house of israel Two that says the Lord who made the earth, give it form and firmness, whose name is the Lord. Call to me, and I will answer you. I will tell to you things great beyond reach of your knowledge. Praise God. And the last one, verse 6 of the same chapter. Behold, I will treat and assuage the city's wounds. I will heal them, reveal to them an abundance of lasting peace. I will change the lot of Judah, the lot of Israel, rebuild them as of old. I will cleanse them of all the guilt they incurred by sinning against me. All the offenses by which they sinned and rebelled against me, I will forgive. Then Jerusalem shall be my joy, my praise, my glory before all the nations of the earth as they hear of all the good I will do among them. They shall be in fear and trembling over all the peaceful benefits I will give her. Praise God. 
Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thanksgiving, Lord. We offer our hearts to you. We offer our mind. We offer our lives. We welcome you, Lord, in our hearts. We welcome you in our midst, in our presence. We welcome you, Holy Spirit of the living God. Fall afresh on us. Teach us something new from your word, Lord, that is going to help us to have our hearts transformed from inside out, to have our mind focused on you, our eyes fixed on you for our own good and for the greater glory of your name. It is in Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, um, the topic for this meditation is Operation Jesus Begins. <laughs> Operation Jesus Begins. This is meant to lead and guide us to do the meditations of the, the, the word that we just read and to receive this season as it is coming because we have been looking at the end of an old season the start of a new season and the transition season and now the journey begins a new journey begins operation jesus is unmerited restoration by grace by the lord and only him can do that so we have these different scriptures that uh, we started reading by one guiding us to complete dependence on God, complete dependence of God, helping us to be able to banish all kinds of worry and uh, anxiety that comes from trying to take charge or control things around us or within us or control our purpose or try to work out you know solutions with our own small human mind and that also of course um that takes us away from the the place where we are meant to be standing firm trusting in god and the place where the lord says be still and know that i am god stand firm when he said to the israelites when they were facing the red sea that to be still to be still and see the salvation the lord will win for them it is a moment of trust it is a season of trust it is a ground that we stand on christ christ is our firm foundation jesus is our firm foundation jesus is the firm foundation he's a cornerstone he is a firm foundation so standing on his promises standing on his promises his word then he gives us the grace to be able to trust in him to be able to focus on him no matter what is happening around it is a moment when we have to um, uh, consciously not allow anything to distract us you see the word of god tells us um of the fact that even whatever things whatever things that could be happening in our lives even if they are small could be a distraction and he says even when the smallest things are beyond your control why are you anxious about the rest notice how the flowers grow the flowers are so beautiful but they don't toil they don't spin and if god if God takes care of them, reveals their beauty in due season, because flowers will be bright during summer, they will be bright and beautiful. And uh, we just plant them and they grow. But beyond what we can do, there is God. That is our life. Beyond what we can do with our own ability, there is a God in heaven who 
cares for us. He's not just a God in heaven. He's also a father. He is a father, not just a father, but he is a loving father. So if he is a loving father, then we know the truth because Jesus came to reveal to us the heart of the father. If he cares so, so very much for you and I, then every moment that anxiety anxiety shows up, or we get to that moment where things are not going according to our own imagination or expectation when we worry about tomorrow or events that are unfolding or happening in our lives it is an invitation to trust in him it is an invitation to seek only what he says that instead verse 31 seek his kingdom and these other things will be given you so it is true then when all these uh, moments in our lives come, how do we identify what the direction of the Holy Spirit is? It is when we make a conscious decision not to be distracted by the events, the situations, the circumstances in our life, but to do what the word of God says, where your treasure is, there also will your heart be at the end of it, at the end of it, at the end of the day. What really matters is what then we have to put our eyes on, we have to put our mind into. It doesn't mean that we don't care, definitely we care, we try to do whatever we can, but it means to be over controlling over conscious it, that is what guides i mean leads us to worry 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 because worry is a language it is a language because the minute the minute we find our mind our heart our words are directed towards our events or situations or expectations more than worshiping God, then definitely it has crept into our system. If we turn it upside down, then we will be able to exalt God. When we exalt God, then it means we are glorifying Him above every situation and above every circumstance. When we worship Him, then He gives us the grace to be able to overcome all these negative things and they cannot overcome you and I if we exalt Him. So to be able to depend, to put our dependence on God, then it means it is not something that will just happen automatically. We also have to put our work into it. We also have to look around. We also have to um, be conscious of our everyday move. And then, of course, in connection with the word of God, then choose to do what the word of God says. When we choose to follow the language of exalting God, exalting Jesus, praising him, irrespective of all these circumstances, then it is a language you are speaking to these circumstances and telling them that restoration does not come through our own ability, that Operation Jesus means he is taking over, that 
restoration is not about what we can do he can turn events and things around to suit our own to suit us because he is greater than anything we can imagine he is a great god and he is able to do these things so it is choosing to be still and to see what he can do and then um a call to intimacy intimacy when the lord says i will allure her lead her into the desert and speak to her heart you see we are given a reference here about the israelites journey in the desert and um it was a time of israel's fidelity to god this was before it was corrupted by the ways of canaan so the lord is guiding us by reminding us of that moment that um he intends to bring us into restoration and definitely he is the one who um is the one who created the path the path that the israelites had to pass through the wilderness instead of going straight to canaan so he had a plan beyond what they could know they did not even know beyond what they could see so for me and you how does this apply it is the fact that even though um there are events in our lives that we may not understand or work out we need to believe and trust that god in his mercy goodness and love he orchestrates every season every moment every move every way mm-hmm, with a plan in place we might not see it when our day to day you know lives unfold Uh, we might not understand but when the law says um that he talks about this moment it means a moment of restoration of intimacy so it is a call for us to go back to our first love it is a call to us to let go of everything else that we could have given priority in our lives in our hearts you know in our minds that is not a jesus and for him to take that place once again it means banishing everything everything and also it means sometimes going through uh, probably we could uh, look at it as a rough or a tough season but it is a season that the lord will um guide us and draw us to him and then when we do when we focus on him when we seek him then he will move everything and cause everything to fall into place to reveal to us that he is he is our first love he loved us before we even knew while we were still sinners jesus died for us so he loved us before anything before anything his name is love so it is a moment that the lord intends to reveal to us that he had a plan in mind he had a plan in mind and for us to be restored then it begins with him with us having him as our priority and he will take over exploration operation jesus <laughs> and then um we read another scripture that is going to help us to meditate on the fact that 
the Lord has also spoken about establishing a new covenant, a new covenant relationship, a restoration, a new covenant relationship. He says that, um, that the days are coming that he will be fulfilling his promise to the house of Israel. He talks about um, fulfilling his promise. You see, we have a covenant keeping God right from the beginning of time. We can see in the word of God all the moments that the Lord uh, fulfilled fulfilled and kept his covenant in the lives of his chosen servants. And they were also obliged to be faithful to this covenant relationship. So um, when the Lord establishes a new covenant with a weak, sinful human being, it is not because of anything that you and I can offer, but it is because of who he is. It is because of his goodness because of his mercy, because of his grace, it is when he chooses to reveal the depths of his mercy, his grace, his unfathomable love in the life of a weak human sinful being so that he can make a name for himself, so that he can glorify himself, so that at the end of the day, he will be known to be God. He will be seen to be God. So um, the end result, the end result of him establishing a new covenant relationship is not necessarily based on our own merit or capability or abilities or education or whatever background or connections. <laughs> oh Lord, it is entirely dependent on God. It is dependent on the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary tree the blood of the new covenant that changed everything the blood of jesus that changed everything it changed it changed everything about you and i because if jesus did not die on that cross we cannot even call abba daddy but just because of jesus we can partake of the blessings that he has spoken because of jesus we can call abba father because of jesus we can stand we can stand and claim every promise into being because of jesus because of his lordship because of who he is because of his glory because of his intercession the bible says he's seated at the right hand of the father interceding for us because of his grace because of his might because of who he is the greater i am the elohim because of his 
unfathomable mercy and grace because of the pain and the suffering that he had to go through and endure to the last moment. We have been given an opportunity of restoration. So we can live because he lives and know. We know the song that says, Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. And because I know he holds the future. And life is what I living just because it lives. Life is worth a living just because he lives. Life is worth a living just because he lives. So he lived and he died and he rose again. So it means that life is not just a gift from him. But it means life is a revelation of his presence in our lives, in our hearts. He's the breath in our lungs. His blood has established an eternal covenant relationship. So it doesn't matter our weaknesses, our faults. It doesn't matter where you and I are at. So what matters is when the blood of Jesus speaks up, then everything is transformed. So knowing this and what is said in his word in Jeremiah 32 verse 41, I will take delight. Hallelujah. <laughs> I will take delight in doing good to them. That is Operation Jesus. It is entirely his decision, his promise. So, he says, verse 39, One heart, one way, I will give them, that they may fear me always to their own goods, that of their children after them. I will make with them an eternal covenant, never to cease doing good to them. Into their hearts I will put the fear of me that they may never depart from me. Hallelujah. <laughs> an eternal covenant. I will make with them an eternal covenant never to cease doing good. That is the eternal covenant. We are on the receiving end. The Lord is releasing this blessing upon our lives this this is the operation jesus restoration begins now it is a direct access is granting us a direct access not just to him but to the blessings that he has spoken to us he says i will tell to you things Great beyond reach of your knowledge. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Call unto me and I will answer you. Let us pray. Father, 
In the mighty name of Jesus, with thanksgiving, Lord, we honor you, we praise you, we worship you. We enthrone you above every situation and every circumstance. Thank you, Lord, for this moment. Thank you, Lord, for this word. Thank you, Lord, that operation Jesus begins now. Thank you for promising restoration. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for guiding us through what you're coming to do in our lives, reminding us to completely depend on you and you will show up to make you the most highest priority in our lives and in our hearts. Oh, Jesus, that you desire to have an intimate relationship and to restore your love, the love that we have lost through many, many faults and failings in our lives that you desire to restore us in grace, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for drawing us closer to you for establishing a new covenant relationship with us of grace, of your love, of your mercy, Lord. We honor you. We praise you and we worship you. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Have your way, have your way, have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you, we praise you, and we worship you. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.